The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Guess what? It's Thursday night. So you might be thinking, Tim's going to say it's a crisis fight and it's hecatite, but I'm not going to because I'm going to remember that this night, tonight, Thursday, March 9th, is actually, wait, did I roll a wild? I am joined by two of my favorite people tonight. Um, first off, I'm Tim. I'll be your host. And with me, I have uh, Dr. Dylan Dyer, as well as Mr. Uh, Brian Watson, Obi Watts, some might know him by. Uh, you may be seeing on the screen right now that his name is Dan, and that is a joke. Obviously, this is, this is Brian and not Dan. But we couldn't get Are the. Are you my real dad? Uh, Am I getting a lot of information? <laughs> What's um, but guys, it's good to see you all. Uh, good to see uh, Hobbit and Ben and Otis and Alyssa and everyone in chat. And thank you, um, Oh, Oh, Abba, Abba Watts, Abba Watts in chat also for the uh, for the Prime sub. I really appreciate that. But ban that guy. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a lot of different things tonight. There's a new Modoc. Bigger, better, and less threat. Uh, we have a reveal today of what Dan believes is Iceman with a couple ice golems on his shoulder that was uh, silhouetted out that AMG posted about today. We're also going to be discussing the Midgard Games LVO qualifier that's going to be happening this Saturday. And obviously, if you come to this show, you know it's to get a competitive edge. And the competitive edge that we are going to be bringing you this week is the Sentinel Watch. Why Sentinels are the new meta, why you should be playing them, and uh, our experiences with them recently. Uh, Brian has been championing them in the recent past since our uh, LVO qualifier at Bearded Dragon Games. I have been trying to muscle them into uh, wanky combinations on, uh, oh yeah, the power phase. And it has worked out to... Uh, kind of a, a variety of results. But the first thing that we always, 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 always talk about is games played and hobby thoughts. Dylan, what do you think Brian's been up to as far as hobbying this week? Uh, I imagine that it has to do something with metal or uh, metal enhancing accessories. Because mm. uh, that's what he's into these days from what I understand. You are correct. <laughs> and so I'm sure... You've uh, been uh, putting your nose to the grindstone to form new and silly, wacky. You're kind of like, you know what, man? Sentinels are kind of like the cranberry of like the MCP. <laughs> you just put it in everything. Cran apple, cran orange, cran beefsteak, 
crayon fish works it works yeah you know what i mean you can ferment it and drink sentinels it's like it's great i wouldn't suggest it but you could there's the old (laughs) sentinel berry bog as well filled with spiders when they flood it just be careful about that if you have any familiarity with sentinel bogs a lot of spiders spiders. i used to i used to live right near the uh ocean spray cranberry global headquarters really you you know the birds yeah so and and every single cup, there's just a little bit of Nova, just a little bit of Cassandra mm-hmm. Nova, just a little cup. splash, just a little, a little bit, <laughs> a little dash, Cassandra Nova, a little dash. <laughs> uh, but uh, how about some games played? Have you played any games this past over these past couple of weeks? I know you've been very busy in our in our secret Sentinel surprise chat. Oh, for uh, this week, I I have only gotten one game in, and it was a non Sentinels game. Mm. It doesn't even count as a game, honestly. I mean, it's it's a Battle Realms League. I gotcha. So, yeah, no. Things are close. It came down to kind of like one big die roll when I was about to do like a really important activation. And it kind of threw everything off. And uh, because Battle Realms is Battle Realms, I was kind of forced to either play out of affiliation or play a threat down. Oof. So... I played 16 threat versus 17. Okay. That's all right. Yeah, that happens. It happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Mr. Dyer, uh, yeah. wh- what have you hobbied this week? I heard that you bought a lot of boxes of something. And honestly, I, I don't think there's any information out there that could help us figure out what that might be. <laughs> um, am I allowed to talk about it here? Uh, yeah, I guess that has been shipped out. I got a bunch of boxes of Emma. Hell That's yeah. Nice. And um, one of them is going into the worthy thing. So I've built the scent or the the sinister body thing. And I've built the little like platform thing that she's going to be standing on. The, literally, the, the last piece I needed was her head. So I'm taking one of the Emma heads from the Emma box. I got to modify the hair a little bit because the sinister's rocking a huge cape or his like collar thing. Mm-hmm. It's obnoxious obnoxious how big it is so i gotta figure out what to do with her hair but other than that it's coming along pretty pretty well uh i finished yulik this morning Ooh. i don't know who he is nice. yeah thank, yeah there it is. uh this is for it's for jesse from fury's finest mm-hmm. and he's painted like a blue gorilla and uh okay. i had the last minute last minute idea of making it so it look like ice or some kind of slurries coming out of his like punchy things because yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be really positive here and i'm gonna say i think the model's stupid so i was like let me think i need something to make this model look better so i was like oh yeah magic how about some magic i mean magic is super dope to be fair i was a little underwhelmed by her character at first but then i realized how uh dark child worked and i was like whoa that's actually really good no i think yulik's rules are solid i just don't like his model i gotcha i don't know i'm a big fan of his pose kind of his head is really weirdly proportioned uh, that my doctors and parents have said that about me as well. Have you gotten any games in this past week, Doctor D? Uh, I pay. I played a game with Convo. I couldn't put Emma in it yet because it was online. But uh, Emma will be in my Convo list for the upcoming event that Brian is hosting, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, my test game, I won. My league game, nice. The road to being a not a doofus continues. Uh, I started typing it up. Uh, hopefully after this next event, um, I'll have all the ammo I need to make myself not look like a doofus and everybody look forward to reading that. Who doesn't, who doesn't not want to be a doofus? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, so I completely agree there. I feel like people have been saying it for years, but you know, it just it's until you actually read the article, um, it just doesn't really do it justice. Yeah, because then you might accidentally be walking around and someone's going to walk up and be like, "Oh, hey, yo, you look like a doofus," and you'd be like, Dah! "That's what they say." Darn it! That's what happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And then boom, you fall down to the doofus school. Once again, happening to the best of us. Um, hey. Yeah. Tim. Yes. What about you? You played any games recently? I did play a game this past week on oh yeah, the power phase. Not only oh, did I play it, I played uh Sentinel Program X. <laughs> weapon Sentinel X. The Weapon Sentinel program. And uh I played that up against Dan played A Force uh with Spider Woman, uh Black Widow, a She Hulk. And probably a fourth character. I played uh, New Logan, the Dumsdale Demo Logan, with uh, Rusty Tooth, with Rusty's sweet smoking jacket, uh, Sentinel Prime, and uh, X-23. Uh, oh. By the way, sorry to interrupt you. This is very important for you and Taylor's weird, uh, probably like not religious compatible relationship that you guys have. Mm-hmm. Um so Emma, right? And this is this is again from Jesse from Furious Finance had an amazing idea. Yeah. Why don't you do Emma as Elsa from Frozen? Oh, that would actually probably That's work pretty bad. well. I told them I was a genius idea. I'm never going to do it because I mostly don't want to. But you know what? There you go. There's ammo for you guys. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, not only that, uh, I have kind of a quick update for a lot of you, and that is Brian is now actually Brian on screen. Look at that. Beautiful. Oh Listen, you can always be getting better. That is the power of the Sentinels. But you should have uh, you should have spelled it with a Y. Is that a, is that how you spell your name with a Y? <laughs> no, it is no. not. Okay. So I have a lot of Brian's, right? And I even have a, a B-R-I-E-N, Brian. That's just like really just messes me up. Yeah, no, it's fine. Wait, are you actually a Y, Brian? I'm not. Oh, it's spelled B R I A N Y. Oh, brainy. It's because he's so smart. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's <laughs> how so you get Sentinels to work, people. Uh, and speaking of, brainy. I believe we actually have a picture of how Dr. D is going to be doing his Emma as well for those that, uh, that weren't here last week. Let me make this look not dumb and gross. So this is a uh, really good radio, but here's the model so far. Oh, nice. As you can see, it doesn't have a head. But the cape is uh, was quite the uh, quite the obstacle <laughs> to overcome to fit on a tiny lady body. I don't know if anybody here is built Mr. Sinister, but his shoulders are in the cape. So you have to uh, do a lot of cutting. So how, how yeah. did you get around that? I, I did a lot of cutting. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but is there like a particular tactic? Because like people, so like as as kind of a a learning hobbyer, uh, there's a bunch of terms that I hear all the time. And like, you know, dry brushing, I had no idea what that was for a hot minute or uh, crimping or mold lines. Didn't know what any of that was until like just the, these last few months. So is there a particular technique that there's like a term for as far as how you would cut that around? Do you cut it with an X-Acto knife? Do you use clippers? Do you use a wombo combo of the two? So if I had to do this again, I would definitely say you're going to want a Dremel for this. Uh, the Dremel is going to make a lot of the 
big deep cuts a lot easier. Uh, one of the big issues I noticed with this one, especially since it's like such a full body conversion, is that you have to make it so that the body and whatever it is like you're attaching to it fits fairly flush. So it's like cut, measure, cut, measure, cut, measure. Because the first thing that I always have noticed, even when I do conversions, is that you cannot cut enough and be okay. But as soon as you cut too much, you're in trouble. Gotcha. As soon as you cut too much, now you have to like make matter that's not going to like perfectly blend with the piece as well, since it's not, obviously not like part of the same thing. Uh, the gap filling was interesting. I actually, so I'm not, a, I generally don't like, and I don't like filling gaps with green stuff. I really don't like working with the stuff. I actually finally used some of my uh, gloss heavy gel to like start filling it in because like I for a while there I was trying to use that liquid green stuff that GW makes. I never had any luck with it. I always felt like it just it like it didn't fill the hole and it also just like made it I don't know chunkier I guess. Huh. Never had a lot of good luck with it so I just used this gloss heavy gel and it worked like a dream. I couldn't believe how easy it was. So I went in there and just kind of sanded it down and uh, everything seems to fit pretty flush. We'll see when the primer hits it. That's when you know if there's a any saving, any mistakes you've made, but uh, I did take pictures of it as I went. My camera's currently dead. Got to recharge it, so there might be a little gap in the tutorial where it'll be like, "Oh, and also here I landed here, and this is where we are right now." But uh, yeah, it's coming along pretty well. Uh, hopefully, next week there will be paint. Nice. That's exciting. Um, and uh, for the Lich Queen here in chat, who just started playing MCP a few weeks ago, uh, Doctor D here writes actually a number of articles on how to paint MCP specifically without fear, how to get kind of more out of, out of the hobby side of it. So I would heavily suggest checking out professionalcasual.com to check out those blogs because they are very good. And even for anyone else out there, if you haven't checked those out, they are incredibly well written. Taylor and I, upon reading uh, the newest article that's out, are always sending back and forth screenshots of Dr. D or Dylan just puts these really great one liners constantly all over the place that just like I'll be laughing out loud, like at my office reading through this this painting tutorial. So you'll get a bunch of like really good information on how to actually perform while painting. And also uh, it's, it's just a great ride uh, kind of the whole way through. But. Brian appreciate it yes sir uh there is an event this weekend if if mm -hmm. i recall at I'll uh check my calendar at midgard games an lvo qualifier some might say yes tell me tell me about it tell me this the story of it because this is an event that kind of popped up and then was like almost immediately sold out right like registrations went very fast yeah so we i say we i wanted to do we kind of had a little bit of a a little bit of a lull in between kind of running tournaments at the store. And the last one that we did that you guys streamed at, we had 24 players. Yeah. So, but, and I remember, I remember kind of like wheeling and dealing, trying to make sure that we can get all 24 spots in and everything else. I was like, all right, well maybe, you know, 24 is just going to be a good number. Um, I, I threw it up on long shanks. I did kind of my usual rounds of like, hey, this is, you know, posting in the appropriate groups, letting it know what's going on. And within about a week, all 24 spots was filled. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Um, that took no work whatsoever. Um, <laughs> and there were a number of people that was like, I didn't even really know that this was like happening. Like, is there like, 
oh, that kind of sucks. And I was kind of like doing the logistics of it. I'm like, well, we can crank it up to 32 people, like, I guess. I mean, I don't know. We can get like three or four more people. And I let, I let like the Montreal guys know. I let some other people know. And I opened it up to 32. And within 24 hours, that filled up. So I was like, okay, then, all right. This is this is kind of kind of crazy. Do you have any cool um, celebrities playing at it? Actually, well, I was I was about to get into that because we have like I think one, two, three, four, four people who played in the LVO invitational. Um a I think a, a TTS season winner. Mm. Is gonna be there. You're gonna be there. Um, I'm only gonna go if Tim goes, though. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Unfortunately, <laughs> Tim. Tim's still on the wait list. Yeah, Tim. Think. Tim did not register in time. Um, but yeah, we got a we get a number of people. Like I said, from Montreal, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Mass, New Hampshire, Vermont. We got some Vermonters who are coming over now, um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time. Um, if you're pointing at your shirt, Dylan, I, I have no idea what you're. No, no, that was that, that was more for Alyssa than anybody else. Okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really really good. I'm really looking forward to it. Five rounds, so it's gonna be it's gonna be another one of those kind of full days. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and and thankfully, unlike um, unlike what happened over the summer with the five rounds, because we have the the full thirty two players, we should get one single undefeated player at the end of the five rounds. Nice. So, so we we don't have to worry about any sort of weird strength schedule tiebreaker math, and yeah, yeah. It is hopefully none of that. It is very convenient when you have yes. <laughs> only one undefeated player at the end. It was it was good. Um, so um, and because because the the community has kind of been so good to to us and everything locally, I'm actually upping upping my game as far as like prize support goes. Nice. So I've I've commissioned out some like actual like uh like awards to be made. They'll be giving out physical like awards for first, second, and third. Mm-hmm. Also, first, second, and third are getting a free entry into uh, Ironweld in May. Oh, nice! The, the Saturday team tournament and also the Sunday singles events. And and people can just to interrupt you here. Let's let's uh, mm-hmm. plug that a little bit. So Ironweld is a convention in May. Late May, yes, right? It's it's over uh it's over Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about kind of driving, you got the extra extra times with uh most a fair amount of people not needing to work that Monday, um, which is convenient. It is in Wakefield, Mass. So it's it's like a little bit like north, slightly west of Boston. Yeah. So you don't have to deal with the downtown Boston madness. Which is nice. But it's still kind of close by. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Saturday we are having a three-player team tournament. Um, nice. And so that will go four rounds. 
And Sunday, we will be having two events going on simultaneously. Uh, one of them is just going to be a single person kind of standard event, you know, kind of no frills, no muss, no fuss. Uh, but for anyone that might want to do something a little bit more casual, um, as people on this channel may have want to do. Professionally uh, casual. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have I have made uh, rules for Marvel Crisis Protocol in the zombie apocalypse. Hmm. And I ran a league for it. And it was very well received. Uh, all the players really liked it and everything else. So I've kind of tweak the rules a little bit to make it just like a one day kind of event. Um, and everybody who attends iron world is going to get a copy of those rules. Nice. Kind of jazz them up. So they're going to be a little bit more, more readable. Um, than just kind of like my eighth grade, you know, school project, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of skills will allow. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of players like characters can get infected and then you can't use them for the rest of the event. So your roster keeps getting like smaller and smaller as uh, as you know, your survivors are becoming infected and everything else. And there's a chance that your whole team could be infected and you can play as the zombies. It's it's all it's madness. Well, it's a lot of fun. And and on the on the Monday or on, on the Tuesday night stream now, because so if, if you're unaware, uh, oh, yeah, the power phase has moved to Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Um, usually over the summer, we run a league of some form. We've done the Infinity League. We did some power bottom 10 stuff. I think maybe the zombie one would actually be a super cool one to kind of run in that slot over the summer when yeah. people have a little bit more free time and they can travel and and come down for that. Um, in addition to that, we will be streaming Iron Weld. So if you're interested in seeing kind of uh, now the the three team the three person team event is an LVO qualifier, correct? It's excuse me, it's not a qualifier. Okay, it's not. So the team that's winning, they're not all three of them are getting in. Gotcha. But it is. Worth uh, they didn't want to do that, but it is going to be a points event. We are the first team event that will earn you points towards LVO in history. So we're kind of being like the experimental gerbils to see if this is going to work. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me that the professional casual event at Bearded Dragon was the first event of the season, and we also have the first team event for LVO up here in the Northeast? In I'd say history. If, in Ever. history. If right. you're not playing MCP in the Northeast United States, you're it a loser. <laughs> get up here and play move away from your families and play mcp up here but i i did just put the link for iron weld in chat uh it's wickeddicey.com um and from there you can navigate to iron weld we'll also be streaming everwinter this year another event that i believe brian you'll be running again this year as well for mcp yeah short of any sort of tragedy um so there's actually going to be a kind of a lot of events coming out if you are in the Northeast. In addition to that, uh, I'll be running an LVO qualifier in Syracuse, New York at the art store. Um, the long shanks for that, if you want to sign up, will be in the show notes. There's also going to be the Salt City GT the weekend of January 7th, uh, where we'll have a couple of events as well. They've bo both of these, by the way, the April 15th and the Salt City GT 
have been confirmed and uh, I applied and they're they're all they're LVO qualified. So we're good to go there. It'll be a three day event in July. That should be an absolute blast. So uh, I believe it's on BCP if that's normally how uh, or uh, Best Coast pairings. If uh, you're interested in signing up for either of those. But yeah, Northeast is is starting to be kind of the place to go for MCP between Ironweld, Everwinter, um, the Salt City GT. Like we're really kind of building out this area for for MCP and we're super stoked for it. And mad shout out to Wicked Dicey for like being so helpful. Yeah, they're awesome. 100 percent. we haven't even gotten into atlantic city open that's happening again in june right yeah, that's right around the corner. so we're doubling capacity so it's which is be, awesome be madness from all the people leaving their homes and families that live in the northeast for mcp yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy Absolutely. It's mass we're, exodus we're we're just welcoming <laughs> them in <laughs> welcome <laughs> um, but make sure to be following professionalcasual.com on facebook and twitter and instagram and all that stuff because we'll be posting all this information on a very regular basis uh we're going to be doing a lot of events we'll be streaming as many as we can we'll be streaming aco uh we'll be streaming everwinter iron weld probably the salt city gt and maybe a little convention if you've heard of it it's called adepticon it's in two weeks not only is the x-wing uh world championship world's contest you happening him. hey brian you're now the owner of pcn so the new <laughs> owner of pcn uh what would you what would you do if you went to adepticon as owner of pcn let's see <laughs> first thing first thing we would need to do is we would need to get me there mm. step one that's, that's step one to okay. where to adepticon um, what days would you want to be there do you want it? All of them. Listen, we're taking Just a cargo van there. I can I can fit you in that. I can get you to Adepticon, yeah. baby girl. Can you fit me in there? Uh, I can. I'm listen. March. I got twenty third to twenty sixth. Correct. I'm, I'm I'm bringing twenty totes of Legion terrain in addition to all of our equipment and Taylor, but I can guarantee you we'll have enough room. And one hundred and sixty pounds of Brian. Make sure you put that on the little paper that you put on the side of the like big box. Yeah, that we'll spray paint it on the side of the rental van that we're using. <laughs> you a shirt. No, for more for more, for more information, please contact Brian Watson at at professionalcasual.com. Beautiful. Um but no, it it's it's honestly it's a lot more of just getting work off and everything else. And I'm yeah, starting kind of a a, a new function ish at work so i really should kind of be there but next year though next year is much more of a possibility but but we're super stoked for it like i was uh seizuring there briefly uh the x-wing world uh, championship legion world championship armada world championship mcp is going to be there in a big force as well we'll be streaming it when uh thursday friday saturday and sunday thursday is the yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to shatterpoint. shatterpoint don't you worry skip all that stuff shatterpoint thursday is gonna be a what <laughs> if event friday is the big team tournament the 2v2 tournament that was awesome last year that's one's gonna be probably a 12-hour stream uh it's super dope saturday and sunday is going to be the challenger event uh also the contest of champions which is uh baller as all heck and then friday will also be another what if and an affiliation battle so it's going to be four days of fun. There's also a bunch of events Wednesday and AMG is actually is going to be there as well. Right next to us, I believe. 
uh, streaming that entire thing. And they're going to be doing Shatterpoint demo. So if you've been checking out the transmissions that have been going on recently for Shatterpoint, we're getting a ton of information on how the game is played. This past week, we got a little bit of how attacks were done, um, or at least kind of like how the 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 turn order and stuff works. Uh, that game is looking absolutely dope, and we we're super excited to cover that as well. Uh, we're also going to be covering The Worthy, the big, massive painting competition that Dylan's going to win. Uh, we'll be streaming that as well. I don't know about that. I just want the patch. You get a little commemorative patch. Yeah, they. so there's there's actually going to be a bunch of really, really, really super cool, dope, exciting things that, uh, that AMG is going to be kind of providing for for MCP at this. And I'm, I'm very excited to uh, to be able to stream it all. But, hey, uh, Tim, mm-hmm. you know, you know how I've always described you as a mechanism only designed for announcing. That's true. Madoa. Is there, do you know, <laughs> do you know anything else that might have a similar type of acronym? Uh, Madofa. I think yeah. it's Madofa, actually. Okay, he died in Avenger. But I do. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, okay. And uh, so AM- AMG released this week something that personally I'm actually super excited for and got more excited after I started reading the card. And that is the new MODOK. This four threat beast. Absolute bludgeon. The scientist supreme himself is here. And cheaper than ever some might say this is the this is the and i don't like to say cheap cheap's a bad word the most inexpensive modoc ever is what More this bad boy is correct most affordable yeah that affordable mm-hmm. that's a good word mm-hmm. all right let's jump right into this modoc so our, and and before we do that by just jumping in i mean what were your initial reactions to this particular character reveal before we got the card were you excited for a new modoc did you not want a new modoc did you think that it was just Iceman with two guns on his shoulders? What was your kind of initial response here? I know that when they sort of soft announced this, it was Dallas. I think in one of the painting things, he said that specifically there was another Hulk mm-hmm. and another Modoc coming. I specifically took that, oh, is there going to be bigger and more expensive? And, you know, that was the case with Hulk. 100% was not expecting it to be a cheaper version. That was completely out of left field. Kind of a so, sandwich, right? So you have two Modocs right. at, four, at four and five, and then uh, two Hulks at six and seven, which is, uh, it's not really a sandwich as much as it is two pieces of bread with two pieces of cheese on top of it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's uh, that probably costs a lot of money in France. But, like, and here in America... It's called a Mick uh, AMG. <laughs> a Royale with AMG. I would say I can't say I was hoping for a Modoc, but I mean, yeah, we got him. Might as well celebrate that he's here. How about you, Brian? I was I was more kind of interested on where where they were going to go with him. You know, because right. it's kind of like when when we got the first Modoc, I was like, okay, well, this is the quintessential Modoc. Mm-hmm. Like, what what else? Like, where else can it go? Yeah, I right. guess they could have done like a different Modoc. Like, because I know there's been more than one. Oh, like okay. different named ones. Oh, maybe that. Maybe that. Scientist um, Supreme, uh, Modoc Sentinel Supreme, Taco uh, Supreme. Yep. Uh, Cutlass yep. Supreme. Cutlass. Uh, Toyota Supreme. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it Toyota that had the Supreme? I can't I remember. Anyways, there's there was that Tenacious D song, right? That like, yeah, said, exactly. That's yeah, where that's where I got most of them. <laughs> yep. Um. So let's jump right into this uh, particular character. So this is Modoc Scientist Supreme, George Tarleton. 
Was the initial Modoc given the alias of George Tarleton? He was, yes. Uh, yes, he was. Stupid. So that means we can't use them both at the same time. All right. Correct. All right. So running down the stats quick, 3-3-5 three, three, for defenses. That's right. This Modoc at four threat is 50% more resistant to physical attacks than the five threat Modoc. Seven stamina on his healthy side, four threat, size three, short mover. So significantly less stamina, which, mm-hmm. you know, kind of makes up for the fact that he has the three physical defense. Um, what Balances out. Right. So I, I think this is pretty, pretty valid so far, right? That's still pretty high stamina, right? For a four threat. On his injured side, that gets counteracted yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. Um, his doomsday chair is also his builder now. And I think I called this when we were talking about it initially that because he had kind of that rocket pod on the model and like the laser thing that it was his, he was going to have something that was going to be able to choose between physical and energy attack and doomsday chair arsenal arsenal certainly does that range four, oh. strength five. I was going to say one thing you should know. He did decrease in size. He was a four. Now he is a three. Oh, so he's got a smaller chair. He sure does. Yeah, he was because uh, they're not to, baby legs. Nope, nope. He was. He's been going to chair watchers. He's been. He's been trying to lose that weight. You know. He's been doing that. That the the chair aerobics that they do exactly. at the. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Good for him. Good for you, George. I yeah. I completely agree. And his teeth are probably thirty percent bigger in this particular <laughs> art than this other one. Um, they sure are. Well, and that makes sense, right? He looks a little bit more wrinkled. Maybe this is an older Modoc, a little bit more shriveled up, and that's why Very he's dehydrated. smaller. Yes. And that's why he's he has that cool. really thick, leathery skin, which is why his physical defense is, is 50% better. Right. But Smart. Before, uh, so range four, strength five, zero power for Doomsday Chair Arsenal. Before choosing a target, this character chooses whether your attack type is physical or energy. After this attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to the damage dealt. And incinerate in a wild. That is what I love. I love incinerate. Uh, he has it on his builder. That is dope. Just straight up dope. I don't know why you would ever run cable when this guy is so much cheaper and bigger. Dylan, do you want to talk at all about his psionic assault spender? Uh, I would love to. Uh, I'm going to say that it's a mystic attack. It's range three Mm -hmm. strength seven. It costs four power before damage is dealt. You'll love to see it folks before damage is dealt. This character may advance the target short and on a wild you disorientate them before damage is dealt. You may give the character stun. Also something you love to see seems to be like a AMG consistent thing they've been doing lately because the same thing for spider woman and I think there was one other character that had a stun before Psylocke. the Psylocke. Well, Psylocke, Psylocke, yeah, Mystique Psylocke. Had it first. Yeah, she had it first, yeah, but I knew Mystique, or uh, Psylocke is the one that just got it recently, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you like me to talk about AIM? I would. So, right, so this so, Modoc's a leader, right? I've heard. This is the he best part about this model. A leader is of a leader. So advanced idea mechanics, uh, if you put periods in between those, uh, it turns into aim. It just collapses in on itself. So advanced idea mechanics, affiliation, criminal syndicate. Once per turn, when an allied character is attacking or defending, if it is holding or contesting an objective token and has one or more wilds in its role, you may change one of the dice to either a kablamo or a shield. Right. Pretty good. 
Hell yeah, it is. This is uh, this has me excited. It's like Warrior of Legend, the leadership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it attack and defense. I'm curious to see how much this is going to come up in defense roles because you figure defense roles are going to be a lot like smaller dice pools mm-hmm. and. Yeah. I think if you roll the wild, you're going to get like way more bang for your buck because obviously you want better defense rolls most of the time. But obviously you're going to roll wilds usually a lot less because you're usually rolling at least two or three more dice less than you would for an attack roll. But when you do get it, it's going to it's going to hurt like your opponent might have an aneurysm. Correct. Every if you do it enough. Well, and I really like just the, the narrative element of it, too, as far as criminal syndicate, all the criminal syndicate um, leadership abilities. Uh, have been based around controlling or being able to control uh, object objectives. And this yep. kind of keeps that right in line. They are focused on obtaining an asset and holding on to it. Uh, whether it's Kingpin counting everyone as double as long as they're healthy, whether it's Shadowlands Daredevil getting rerolls to try to obtain objectives from people. And now another now a defensive one to kind of have the, the suite, right? Objective securing. Uh, attacking and now a defensive. Well, I guess this is attacking and defensive mechanic, but Mo- a big part of Modoc initially was getting those wilds and kind of boiling that down a little bit and spreading it out as an affiliation ability. I think is so dope. I'm actually super excited to go back into Criminal Syndicate because it's been a hot minute for me. Also, so I'm gonna get so many more rapid fires and rerolls all the time. I, I, I you know, if this isn't in Nate GG's like, uh, Oops, all rapid fire and rerolls like literally tomorrow. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to do with myself. He's fired. Yeah. He's fired from PCN. <laughs> uh, I'll so make it happen. The one thing I will say that's kind of interesting, I don't think it'll come up, but it doesn't actually specifically state that you need to give yourself the Kablamo or the shield on either defense or offense. Most of the time, it's probably not going to matter, but I know that I, at least Dr. Strange, that's the one character I use most of the time, he does have triggers that only come off when you roll a shield. Mm-hmm. So if you have characters that need shields for whatever reason for one of their triggers, could potentially be very helpful for that. Here's, uh, a, stupid, here's a stupid corner case thing. If you do what I was about to say, I'm going to be real upset, but go for it. That you're fired from PCM. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I will fire myself. <laughs> um, Killmonger. No, God. Okay, fine. Is is going to be triggering special forces? <laughs> so he wants to change it to a to a shield, a block, yeah. which is the exact same thing that if he changed it to a hit, yeah, but you want to style on your opponent because yeah. you paid for special forces anyway, <laughs> or you're going to change it to a block and change it to a hit wow. just to rub it in. You, wow. you, you rolled only wilds, right? You have a bunch of wilds and crits, <laughs> and then that you you spend for special force, and they're like, "Why?" And you're like, "Watch this," <laughs> because I want to drain myself of power. Watch me spend this power fruitlessly in your yep. face, nerd. That's the that's the true style. Flex. Autumn. That's all you want to do. I can think of at least a few triggers that I think need shields on attacks. Like I think Super Giants needs one for like the Yahtzee thing. Oh uh, yeah, there are uh, oh, Quicksilver. Yeah. There's, a there's a couple. Yeah, Quicksilver needs it. But so like those characters might get a new home here. I mean, I doubt it. It's super fringe, but it's at least something to think about. I mean, uh, how would this work with Warrior of Legend? By the way, would that like kind of double count? I think it, um, as far as I'm aware, these things do double happen so i know that valkyries will happen that way i think gamora's is the exact same thing or not exactly the same but uh, I mean, gamora also has deadliest woman in the galaxy 
Um, Yo, that's actually super legit. Yeah, those characters really get like a a pretty good facelift. Uh, I've always thought Gamora was amazing. I think Valkyrie's still really, really good. I'm actually Mm -hmm. amazed you don't see her more, but yeah, they're definitely going to be with George if you're bringing like a George only criminal syndicate thing, which I'm sure people, I don't know, I'm sure someone out there is really into Modoc. Uh, I am. Hey, he's an Avenger. I'm smelling a a future, (laughs) oh yeah, the power phase roster. Yeah, 100%. Just like how much aim leadership triggers shenanigans can we pull? Yeah, actually, Tim, by my calculations, you'll be dead in seconds, which you could say is a uh, active superpower where I spend three power and then I can choose an interactive terrain feature of size four or less within range three and throw it smoke. The superpower can only be used once per turn. I would say that's a pretty good throw. Any throw that lets you pick something up from range three away, hot diggity darn is real, real good. Yeah, so just just another buff for brotherhood. (laughs) Yeah, George confirmed. uh, George is now a member of brotherhood. Mm -hmm. uh, Just like every other model. At least he died a member of the brotherhood, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You've always thought of Magneto as a brother. (laughs) (laughs) A brotherhood. All right, so yeah, yeah, that's a really good throw. That's one of the best parts of like Doc Ock is that range three grab. Yeah, it's, it is so super clutch. It's amazing. Plus, he's probably not going to want to be very close to anybody anyway. Um, yeah, Brian. As far as like all in this world and whether they're beneath Modoc or not, like, what are your opinions mm-hmm. on on something like that? Well, reactively, as somebody who also has the burden of all the world being beneath me, I can relate with what the scientist Supreme is going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he's attacking during, uh, during rerolls, instead of spending it himself like a chump, he has other people like somebody within three spend up to three for him to let him reroll, reroll an attack die. So it's pretty good. It's, um, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's 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 a nice way for him to keep getting those reroll triggers mm-hmm. um, for those wilds and still being able to kind of save up for for the throw, which is which is always handy, or to make sure that he's not he doesn't have to worry about like oh do I get these rerolls here, but I want to save it for the next superpower we're going to talk about. Like he doesn't have to make any of those decisions. Here's it's just like. Hey, you war machine with all that power you're not doing anything with. Why don't you throw throw a few my way? Now, unlike some of the other reroll mechanics we've seen, this is only for attack dice. Yes. So just throwing this out there now, Modoc unlocks the Sentinels. When you can have pattern analysis stacking with all in this world are beneath me, you will be unstoppable, especially if you bring a Sentinel Prime into criminal syndicate and you're getting re-rolls at range three on attack rolls and range uh, four on everything fishing for those wilds to convert more things into more things modok and sentinel prime are best friends they have been forever and honestly everything is in fact beneath them i think taylor should disassemble the sentinel prime reassemble them so that Modoc and Sentinel Prime can be holding hands while they're walking down the walking down the street together. All right, here's what I'm gonna have Taylor do. 
Getting Tom Sawyer. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So Taylor, get ready for this. Uh, he is going to remove the torso completely from Sentinel Prime. He's going to be a reverse Modoc, right? It's just the Sentinel Ooh. head on yeah. the Sentinel uh, legs with both of those big Sentinel arms coming off of it. He's going to look He's so rad. Right. He's got extras. Correct. Yeah. He's going to look like jacked Arnold Zola with a little tiny head, which I think there was that's... a there was a specific Modoc that was like a himbo. Like it was specifically a mod. Like yep. I don't remember his name, but that uh, would definitely be who he is. Oh, it was uh, Brodock. Brodock. Yeah, Brodock. <laughs> he had the Fabio hair. And yeah. yeah, he was just he was offering cosmetic treatments that just turned people into monsters. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, I'm looking this up now. It is. <laughs> Modoc was incredible. Modoc Superior, I think it was called. Yep. Yes. Yep. And he's got oh. like, uh, he looks like Hercules from uh, like Smite. It's pretty funny. So it is the bio robotic organism designed overwhelmingly for kissing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 this is the greatest. This is the greatest thing. And that's Earth, I think it's Earth 616. It yeah, is. That is canon universe. Yeah, he went to the West Coast for a while. He was hanging out with uh, the young Avengers, I think. He was like working with them. And then they were like, wait, this is a bad guy. He's turning people into monsters. Uh, it was it was pretty dope. That's classic. Classic Brodock. Classic Brodock. Classic Brodock. AMG win Brodock, please. Yeah. Please confirm yeah. Brodock, please. Mm-hmm. Probably <laughs> probably going to be the, the uh, you know, an additional affiliation leader for the Young Avengers. So true. Four I'm ready threat. for it. Calling it, calling it now. Oh, uh, by the way, four threat. What up with this? Come on. Now you're just trolling me, AMG. Please. I mean, <laughs> please. I can't wait for S- Squirrel Girl to also be a four threat. <laughs> four threat. Oh, no. I mean, she took out Dr. Doom, who we don't have yet, which is why she's only a four threat instead of a five, because then that would mean something. Do you know who, why we don't have Dr. Doom? She she took him out. Bonked That's him. true. Just yeah, well, gave him the old bonk. Closest on her body list, uh, Thanos and is it Kang? And Kang uh, yeah. also gets like off screen knocked out by Squirrel Girl. All right. Anyway, so the next reactive is genius requires sacrifice. Your sacrifice, to be precise, for two power. When this character is targeted by an enemy attack, it may use the superpower. Choose another allied character within range two. The chosen character becomes the target of the attack, regardless of range and line of sight. So similar to Red Skull's like, no, you block it. Um, Super dope. I think, uh, doesn't like Baron Strucker or something have it too? There's another one out there somewhere. Might be Uh, a tactics card. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a tactics card. Uh, now, one thing that should be noted, um, we didn't talk about the flip side, uh, but it's important to know, which is, I'm just going to knock it out real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you flip the card, the health goes down to five. This power also becomes free. So that I didn't notice. Well, yeah, you're right. Well, it's zero. So stuff like root. Well, yeah, fair. And yeah, Loki, fair, and Loki tax. Yeah, fair, fair point. Yeah, got to give him the root. Everyone wants to give Modok the root. It's, uh, mm-hmm. That's what everybody says. But I this helps. The grocery store, and they were talking about that. This helps keep them alive. You know what I mean? You, uh, in Criminal Syndicate, you got a lot of fat bodies that could jump in the way of Modoc, and he's not going to be ashamed to use it. Um, I mean, le- legitimately, like lizards and kingpins and stuff, being able to kind of soak some heavy attacks here was actually going to be pretty dope. Pretty dope. 
Uh, his last ability on his healthy side is an innate called I am Modoc, Master of the Mental Arts. Uh, similar to the Sentinels, which is why they're best friends. And when this character is defending against a mystic attack, it adds blanks in its role to its total successes. So unlike the Sentinels, sorry, I never actually read this ability. Additionally, this character cannot be pushed or advanced by effects of enemy mystic attacks or enemy superpowers. Cons it's a very, very niche, amazing ability. Like this makes him on uh, Convocation book turn brutal. Yeah, brutal yeah. to get through. If they and if the other person if the other person can't put energy out there, Modoc's gonna stand where he pleases. Listen, I've been saying it for years. Modoc unlocks convocation. You have said that since the game, actually before the game even started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know you, but I I've heard. Right. But I mean, think of that. All of a sudden, for four threat, a character that can count blanks as successes on defense. So there's not another character out there for four threat yeah. that people have ever wanted before or cared about in any way. But now sure. we finally have one, and he Thank works goodness. well with wizards. Wow, he see this one seems so appropriately costed too. It's so crazy. That's what right. Wow. So great. <laughs> like, like Doctor D said on his flip, he does shrink down to five stamina. So burning through. So very similar to to Modoc. Once once you once you start punching that chair, he starts wobbling real hard. Uh, the genius requires sacrifice, becomes zero power. And I think those are the only changes, right? His defenses seem to stay the same. Yeah, should be the same. Just those two. But I hadn't noticed that at first, that Genius Requires Sacrifice does, in fact, go to a zero power ability. Um, and I do like that it's... So, like, I, I, I guess... Uh, hmm. So, as far as being able to introduce that ability and have it not cost anything, I don't think there's a way to make that zero, right? There's no reactives that have just no power cost they they all have like a zero specific power cost right no there's a couple uh Groot I think his bodyguard for rocket or how I forget how that interacts but that one's I'm pretty sure that one costs zero uh, no I mean like not having a number cost there like not having anything there that so it wouldn't be affected by root oh then it would just be an innate right, right. Yeah, it would just it would, be a yeah. trait at that point. yeah so this is and the only reason I think that that it's important to note that it's not like an innate or whatever which I guess it wouldn't affect them anyway, but Emma, Emma, Mystique, and Wanda turning off powers can just turn it off with the card. Wanda right. with the card. No more mutant, she says. She said, no more bodyguarding, Modoc. Blammo, building to your face. Or who's the other one? What was the other card we got recently? Emma? Or you said that. You said Emma. Emma and... Emma's not a card, though. That's just on her card. Gotcha. That's just her. That's just her. Okay. Dope, though. That's just, the, that's just the stepper. Almost as dope as Psylocke. Uh, the... Stepford ability of just telling you that you're not allowed to do anything before yeah. she like shoots a psychic bolt into your brain. It's pretty, pretty powerful. George doesn't like it. Clearly. I think, <laughs> I think George would probably be fine though, because of the whole like five uh, mystic blank defense. and counting blanks on that. That's, that's awesome. Like it's so good. What an incredible ability for a, there's a threat. lot. Of, there's a lot of anti mystic stuff going on around here lately. And I don't like it first. I'm not here for it. Uh, we need to go back to the days when, Everybody only had physical attacks and physical defenses. Uh, very, legitimate, very legitimately, though, do you consider including MODOK in your convocation list? The thought through, see, the problem with convocation is you have so many good fours. Yeah. Uh, he's he's incontent. I mean, just like Psylocke, you could put him in there. If anybody put him in there, would I think they're wrong? Me? Yeah. But, I mean, are they wrong? No. I'm just judgy. 
<laughs> no, but seriously, I think I think he works really well in convo. Uh, I'd be curious to see what his cards are. Obviously, you know, we're having this th- discussion again. Well, There's probably going to be some cards come out. Yeah. Well, and then that's uh, the thing is I think he's already really solid as a four, like incredibly solid as yeah. a four. And I, I I mean, potentially, unless we get three new brace for impacts, uh, I think the cards are going to accelerate him even more. I would say that AMG has been knocking it out of the park with the character designs. I will say that I think this MODOK is like for I and I've seen a couple of people kind of mimic the same way of thinking. I don't find him like really like exciting per se, but he doesn't really need to be. He's just like solid. Yeah, it's like Psylocke. Psylocke isn't like there was nothing about Psylocke that got me like, oh, yeah, but she's just good. She's just very playable. And really, this is one of those characters where I think you can play her or him or whatever and not be like, dang, I should have brought like another character. Like, this is one of the ones where you're like, okay, I feel like the four threat is justified. Yeah. Yep. I completely agree. So Uh, I think he's great. Brian, where are you putting him and why is it not Steve Rogers Avengers? Uh, I'm actually not. And this is a a small tangent that that I was going to go on. I don't really foresee using him outside of criminal syndicate as a leader all right well you're wrong just out of the gate but um keep yeah, especially as fine. a leader especially as a leader you're never gonna use yeah. him as a like, leader anywhere just, else <laughs> just because from from my from my thinking on how i kind of how i kind of look at it out of unaffiliated characters that you add in should be shoring up a weakness mm. not taking away from what you're trying to do and like that's all he does it's like Hey, you over there, your power is now mine. Hey, you over there, your health is now mine as you take this attack. Like, I don't I don't know. I, I think maybe if there's some sort of I mentioned it before, maybe there's some sort of like weird kind of niche thing with uh with like a war machine who's got tons of power with nothing really to do with it. Yeah. And he's got damage reduction. Like having him kind of palling around. Um, maybe grunts would be great little targets for him, but then again, you're stealing power from other people. I don't know. I, I, cause like aside from him surviving, like he, he doesn't really, to me, he doesn't really do anything kind of intriguing, Mm. you know, like I kind of, I've been looking at the card and I'm like, aside from that mystic attack, like. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash 
The Professional Casual.